Good morning, good day, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 0.5 of Mayfield Mysteries. Um, this is another one of those episodes where we aren't sure if people, if it's ever going to see the light of day. So if you're hearing this, consider yourself very lucky. Firstly, welcome to the Blackwater Podcast Network. If you didn't know, we also have a live play on uh, live play D&D on Twitch, but you can find the episodes here in podcast form also, uh, if you are so inclined. Also, go find us on Patreon if you want to support us and get some yummy behind-the-scenes special things. Uh, I'm Yanis. I'm your game master for this lovely adventure, and I'm joined in our top-secret bunker in an unnamed location by the lovely M, the nefarious Adam, the dazzling Jess, and the enigma that is Cody. Um, without too much gilding the lily, I believe we should just dive in. That was spicy. I liked that. That was good. I like this being present for that. Yeah, I could dazzle. I, I'm dazzled. Color me dazzled. I preferred not seeing you guys. Um, <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> Why was it because Cody and I kept laughing? No, silent laughing it's, faces. It's much much less pressure when there's not faces and there's only a void on the other side of my microphone. We find ourselves in a break room. If, if it can be called that, it's more of a large broom closet that has been converted into a place for the employees of Jimmy's drive-in to stash their belongings while they work. On the left wall, a bank of six lockers, well used and dinged, bearing the signs of bored youth in the shape of doodles and general graffiti. The far wall is just long enough that an old brown cloth love seat has been wedged into the space. It's a running game amongst the employees to speculate. How exactly did that couch get in here? The door being too narrow and there being no way for it to have been maneuvered in. On the right wall, we find a large cork board, thumbtacks holding up newspaper clippings that feature the drive-in, as well as photos of the employees or special events. There are some notes offering up shifts or asking for time off. Right in the middle of this board, we find a calendar featuring local businesses of Mayfield. This, the month on display is August, and it's featuring the local Mayfield Movie Theater, the oldest building in town aside for the train station itself. We see a date circled on the calendar, the last Saturday before the start of school. Most recent graduates of Mayfield High have made their way out of town, moving into their new dorm rooms or getting set up in their apartments in the big city. As all of the employees at Jimmy's know, the last Saturday before school returns is one of the busiest days of the year. As the summer draws to a close, it's not showing any sign of cooling down. It's the kind of heat that makes you both restless and lazy all at the same time. A fact that the staff of Jimmy's is well aware of, because the hotter it is outside, the hotter it is in the kitchen. Because of the busy day, we have a full staff, including Jimmy Jr. or JJ as he's known in town. It's just past 11 a.m. and Jimmy finds all of you in the break room. Avery, Sarah Beth, Trent, Tina, and Sam are all in the process of putting on aprons and packing away their bags, mentally getting ready for what is promising to be a bit of a marathon of a day. JJ gives the door a couple of knocks and leans in. JJ's in his mid-fifties, tall, athletically built, but definitely past his prime. He has a handsome face and an easy way about him. Quick to joke and a smile is never far from his lips, he has a carelessness that comes with owning a successful business that has required minimal work or struggle on his behalf. Hey gang, I see you're all uh, getting geared up for battle. Good to see, good to see. I just want to quickly run through a new and exciting thing we'll be implementing starting today. So when you're all ready, uh, meet me out in the kitchen. 
I mean, I, I, I hope it's the, um, the organic food initiative that I've been really trying to push with JJ. I, I'm, I'm just like really hopeful that he's, you know, on board for it. Um, uh, the person who says this uh, is looking at the calendar, trying to make sure that her shifts are all in order. You see a tall and lean um, girl with uh, 17 years old, sandy brown hair uh, tied up in a high ponytail uh, with a full uh, bangs across her forehead. Um, she has freckles covering her face, uh, mostly probably from being out in the sun. You can see like a little bit of a sunglasses tan and definitely like a t-shirt tan. Um, she's wearing her uh, Jimmy's t-shirt and uh, jean shorts because it's hot. Um, and uh, uh, you see like a bunch of bracelets uh, all up her wrist. Some of them uh, like braided with varying degrees of quality. Some of them have like beads and like kids names on other people's names on them. Um, and you would know this as Sarah Beth Montgomery. All right, gang, let's get the let out. Uh, let's go find out what, that, what that's all about. Um, uh, yeah, let's let's do it. <clears throat> no, uh, no use wasting time in here. Uh, you would see a imagine, if you will. I realize this is purely an audio experience. Um, <laughs> over the because there's a uniform, correct, Dennis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, over a, the, it's like a t-shirt. Yeah, over the t-shirt of barely visible. The t-shirt is is uh, the letter jacket um, of the the high school that uh, a one Trent Kessel was the quarterback for. Um, fairly uh, well-built, somewhat slender, um, very athletic-looking person. Um, kind of that classic uh, all-American, like, face. We are just like, oh, that kid's American. <laughs> you can just kind of tell. Um just screams Midwest. <laughs> it screams Midwest. It screams Midwest kid plays football. Um, with that, like, with the kind of longish hair of uh, Heath Ledger from 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, uh, Trent is, uh, yeah, rearing to go. And he, he kind of is trying to encourage everyone else and, and get everyone else psyched for uh, whatever JJ has in store for us. Um. You all finish getting your aprons on uh, and you make your way out to find JJ with his back to you. He's working on something that's hidden behind his broad shoulders and without turning around, he addresses you all. All right, so I know that our intercom system has been really needing an upgrade and I've heard your issues with it. So without further ado, welcome to the 21st century a little early. And he spins around and he's holding five headsets, brand new headsets with antennas kind of coming out the top. They're much larger than the old models that you guys used to have. Um, gang, may I present you the state of the art in restaurant communication technology, the cutting edge of what is humanly possible. Each headset can communicate with the other from up to three miles away with no base station needed. This is going to allow you to communicate seamlessly. I just have to uh, wrap my head around it, how it all works, but... I mean, how hard, how hard, how hard can that be, right? Um, Tina, Tina, do you um? Yeah, it's you just think you could... radio, radio waves. That's not really too much to be um, excited about, I guess. But should I mean, be you can, food you, you, can figure, you can figure it out, right? 
Oh yes, absolutely. I'll, I'll get okay. them. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, you, you head on over and you know, like it's not too hard for you to figure out. It's very similar to the technology that you worked with, with your parents up North. Um, and you can tell right away when you look at the system that whoever sold it to JJ kind of saw a sucker coming. Like this is far beyond what you need for a drive-in. This is like buying a cinema level camera to shoot your home videos on. Like it is someone oversold him a big time. <laughs> um, so what you see is um, Tina excitedly um, it picks up the um, bundle of headsets and, and kind of like moves over to the, a little bit of a corner part of the counter where she can kind of look at them properly um, would be um, a 16 year old um, very lanky kind of medium height um, teenager girl uh, she's got absolutely bonkers unkempt red hair um, just kind of spilling out of her head everywhere um, it doesn't look like it's been brushed in some time um, she's got clear uh, plastic glasses frames with uh, wire running behind her head as if um, these have frequently fallen off her face and it's been a necessity to add the wire. Um, she's wearing a, um, a nice but uh, somewhat dated um, blue work shirt. Um, it looks like it could have been a hand-me-down. It doesn't necessarily fit her very well. Um, and a pair of sort of dark, um, nondescript um, pants that could be jeans, but it's not super clear. Um, she doesn't look like someone doesn't look like someone who's very um, particular about her appearance. And uh, you can tell that she is very excited to be able to turn away from the group for a moment and focus on something that she understands. Um, yeah, and you have like no issue figuring out how this works. It is pretty straightforward. Um, and you managed to get it all working and fired up, get all the headsets powered up, all distributed. Um, and as you hand out the last one, Sam, the shift manager here at Jimmy turns to you all. And Sam is about five foot five. She's quite short. She's a couple of years older than all of you. And she's been at Jimmy since she graduated high school. She was an all A student and had dreams of escaping Mayfield like the rest of you to pursue a degree at a prestigious university. But when her mom became ill suddenly she stayed to help with her family and now she pours sort of all of that untapped potential and excitement into running jimmy's so where jimmy seems to be laid back and easygoing sam is the opposite not rude or pushy but this is everything for her this is you know her life all right everyone uh, it's the big day um i'll run the register and and be the point person today um who wants who wants to go where and you all know there are two basic positions here at Jimmy's. There's service in the kitchen. So I need you guys to figure out amongst yourselves who's going to be the two going to do the service and who's going to be the two that stay in the kitchen. Uh, Sam, put me wherever I'm needed, wherever uh, I'm best used. You, 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 uh, I, I put that in your hands. I, I trust you. You can see based off of her expression and sort of her experiences with your type in high school that she is like so over the bullshit that is the jock sort of like <laughs> i'm just here just 
fucking get in the kitchen then, okay? Just stay out of the way today and and it's probably best to put you where people aren't going to recognize you. Um, Fair enough, yeah. Okay. Avery? Uh, yeah, Sam, you mind if I take the fryer? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great. Do some of your best work at that fryer. Um, I sure do. You like see, a Michelangelo uh, with hot grease. I'll take service then. A uh, wise decision. A wise, don't wise decision. I want to be in the kitchen today, so. Avery, I think, is used to working, quote unquote, working uh, near or around the the fryer as it is, I'm assuming, a little bit towards the, the back ish of the restaurant. And also, like. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not fresh fries. It's probably like frozen that, that put in fryer, stand there for five minutes, put in basket. Like yes. the, the least amount of sort of effort and just will, you know, will we'll stand there probably leaned up against the fryer too many times. You see a uh, probably a ch- short-ish, um, uh, shortish boy, short brown hair, kind of wafish thin. Uh, very much so the the shirt the jj shirt uh, he's wearing is covered in grease but like the back of it from like leaning against the fryer <laughs> and not paying attention Great. the front's fine <laughs> um sam i'm uh i'm happy to uh you know, t- take the service if that's what you want. But just so you know, I can absolutely hop in the kitchen if anybody orders the um the garden special. Like I'm, I'm so happy to jump in and and do that. I can I can just blade back here. It'll be great. It's an unlikely situation, actually, considering. But yeah, well, you know, Tina. We we have to hope that someone is going to choose vegetables, right? They're going to choose vegetables first and really try and like broaden their diet and and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, this is a really good batch, you know. I I worked really hard on it, so I'm, I I hope we sell at least one today. That would be great. If we do not, which does seem likely, I will try one at the end of the day. Really? Yes. Um. Wow, that'd be that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make it for you. Like, I'll we'll we'll do the whole thing with the sauces and oh yeah yeah for sure. Sure, that'd be cool. Thanks. Hey SB, can you uh, put me down for one as well? I uh, I'd love to try one as well. Trent, you don't have to try it. No, if you I... don't actually want it. No, it's it's all good. I want to know what it tastes like. That way I can sell it better, you know? Yeah, okay. Sure. Two garden specials at the end of the day. You got it. Thanks. Avery, you want one? Uh, I think I'll stick with fries. Thanks. I mean, fries are technically potatoes. So at some point these were potatoes. Um, Yes, but the oil we use is, um, has animal fat in it, so... Like, I know, I know it has animal entirely. fat in it, and I just try not to think about it too much. I've been really trying to push JJ to be like, hey, maybe we could use some, like, canola oil exclusively or, like, sunflower oil. But, like, you know, he just seems that the pork fat, he's like, oh, that's how my dad did it. Mm. How many 
how many carbs are in the without the bun? How, how many carbs are in the uh, the veggie burger? Just out of interest. I mean, the binding ingredient is oats, Trent. Uh, so if that's like not on your diet or whatever, no, I can make it happen. I can make it happen. That's oh, fine. I, wow, lucky me. Yeah, good thing it doesn't inconvenience you. Uh, as Avery <laughs> says that, I think Sarah Beth, who's usually like pretty tight-lipped when it comes to stuff around the garden special, the vegetarian burger that she is pushing really, really hard. She's usually pretty straight-laced about it. Um, you see just a crack of a smile. Um, and she kind of gives a little nod to Avery uh, before going and starting to lace up her uh, skates. All right, gang, let's go. Perfect. So with the group split into the day begins, and as the heat is starting to build, lunchtime approaches, and you know it's going to be a really tough day, but, you know, the, this is a good good crew, and, and how bad can it really be? And the first part of the rush does actually go quite well. Um, the new headset, headsets are making life much easier now that you can finally hear each other, and communicating is not no longer like the big hurdle that it was before. Um, Tina, you head over to one of the cars that's just pulled in to get an order and you see Billy Brighton, a man in his mid forties who no one really knows what he does for a living. Uh, and he parked is just pulled in parked in his gray Toyota. And you know, even as someone who's fairly new to town, you know, two things about Billy Brighton. One, he is the great-grandson of Robert Brighton, the founder and first mayor of Mayfield. And two, he is the president of the Mayfield Cinema Club, a rather weird group of people from town who get together to go watch movies at the Mayfield Movie Theater. Now, being part of a cinema club might not be that weird of a thing if it wasn't for the fact that it's surprisingly hard to become a member and they only meet for the late, late showing at the theater when no one else is there. Um, but his family is kind of an institution in Mayfield, so not too many people ask too many questions. Um, he sees you. Ah, Tina, good to see you. Good to see you. Like, like my ride? I just, I just got it. I thought I'd uh, bring it down and grab myself a bite. Oh, uh, yeah. Is it particularly fuel efficient or...? Uh, why? Um, what, it's well, like, well, it's, does that, does that make the car go faster? <laughs> makes the, the gas go longer, no? But then I just put more gas in. Okay, um, welcome, welcome to, uh, the diner, um, plates on skates while you wait. Oh yes. Um uh yeah, I um can I get a, a double cheeseburger with fries and a meat now make it a large chocolate shake. Okay. Yep. Thank you. And um, as you're leaving Billy's car, you see off in the distance across the street, you see three figures hanging out, leaning against the wall of the building that's across the street. The air around them 
thick with cigarette smoke and a couple of skateboards scattered around their feet. Their massive skate shoes would look out of place if it wasn't for matching massive baggy jeans that they're wearing. You see three members of the stubs, the local cinema workers, who are very much the rival of uh, the employees of Jimmy's. Um, You see them loitering across the street as they are wont to do. And as things start to really get fired up, uh, and we're really in the swing of it now, um, being on the fry station, Avery, you notice that the large container of ketchup that you use for both filling the little cups and putting ketchup on the burgers is getting dangerously close to being empty. Um, what do you do? Yeah, uh, oh shit. Um, hey, Sam, can you give me a ketchup refill? Ah, uh, the, the the till is. Wait, get Trent. Trent, can you yep. can you go give Avery a hand refill the ketchup, please? Got it. And you guys know that you keep them in sort of these large containers in the back storeroom. Uh, I will go check the large container in the back storeroom. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way to the back storeroom, and you got all sorts of assortment bags of frozen fries, and you got burger buns, everything you'd need to run a diner. And you have these huge, obviously red for ketchup and yellow for mustard, um, containers that they are large, like three feet by a foot. They're heavy. It's usually a two-person job to get one of these loaded in. So you and Avery make your way back there. Um, and we're going to do some rolls just for fucking shits and giggles. <laughs> Quite, well, we don't really need to roll it. First rolls. We're, we're going to roll to see if, um, if you guys can lift this into place. Um, it's not going to be a very hard roll. Um We'll say it's a seven. Oh, shit. Oh, um, oh I, I need to. Avery I need can't to. roll that number. No, because you have exploding dice in there. So if you roll the yeah, highest. You, Trent is there to help you. Trent can roll it, can't you? You're not, but you're not strong as a football player. He's a quarterback. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I'll make it like, I'll make it like a four. Yeah. I don't want you to fail the catch-up test. We'll do a four. He's like athletic, but he's you like can, athletic in a quarterback a, you, can a, you can add a plus one because you have help. Okay. okay. Uh, what's, are you rolling a D4 or... Because I'd be rolling a D6. I rolled a... Yeah, my, my brawn is a D6. Okay, so e- I rolled e- a D6. E- I got a one, so that's a two. Okay, so you go to lift it, and you are you are struggling. Sam looks over her shoulder at you, both you boys struggling to lift this catch-up thing. She walks over there. She does not have time for this shit, and she looks at you. She's like, oh, come should, on. Should, should I roll? Hey, if you, you take a picture, well. it'll last longer unless you want to help. <laughs> I rolled a two, so it's a three. She comes over, and the, <laughs> with her help, the three of you manage to get this up and into place. Um, Holy shit, that was heavy as hell. <sighs> Great, now we have ketchup. The day is saved. <laughs> yeah. Hey, good you teamwork, managed- and I'm going to p- p- put my hand up five eyes. Sam looks you in the eye, doesn't move, goes back to the counter. I'm going to very weakly high-five you. Yeah. <laughs> no nice enthusiasm. Angry. 
So you managed yeah, to successfully switch the ketchup container, but only in the nick of time. The orders have started uh, backing up a little, but nothing you guys shouldn't be able to handle. Um, you grab a burger, Trent, you grab a burger from the grill, careful not to disturb the beautiful slice of melted cheese settle on top of the burger patty. And you slide it onto the bun and you turn to the newly installed large container of ketchup and you depress the top of the ketchup but it's not the red liquid you're accustomed to seeing it's not the right consistency either it's the sort of long stream of yellow greasy looking substance squirts all over the burger and then runs down your hand and your arms and it starts to pool at your feet and you sort of you reel back in surprise and you smell is that butter is that popcorn butter and you gaze in horror as the burger patty is engulfed in this slick artificial butter that is now pooling in the kitchen and you look over at sam and you see her face is red with anger as you now all hear in the headsets those fucking stubs what do you guys do? Am I out uh, taking orders at this you, point? You are still out taking orders, but you know that something has happened. You heard yeah. Sam's angry voice in the headsets. You guys can all communicate with each other regardless of where you are. So, What's going um, on? Um, I don't know. I think the, like, the stubs did something. What happened? Stubs filled our ketchup with butter. Oh, that's so stupid. Why yeah, would they do that? I'm in it now. And it's not even like real butter. It's like oil that's flavored like butter. If they were going to use real butter, they would need real cows to do that. My, oh, my God. And I would look, and are the stubs still standing there? They are long gone. They're gone. They left. They might have been waiting to see if it would happen, and then they left. <sighs> Fucking JJ doesn't even pay for real soap, so we're never getting this out of here. <laughs> Buttholes. Sam turns it. What are you, are you just gonna stare at it? You c- clean it up. Uh, With what? Yeah, yeah no. Uh, yeah. So you guys grab a mop. There's mops in the corner. You start grabbing a mop. Um, you start mopping up this grease. Um, you're gonna need to go back and get another ketchup container but now you got the slick for- floor to contend with as well oh, um, no. i think at this point sarah beth is like running defense with the orders trying not to overwhelm the kitchen i'm like starting to ch- to talk with the um with the patrons like trying to give the- i've worked in a restaurant for yeah. 10 years i was like we're trying to buy some time with so you these, actually, so that the kitchen doesn't get you, overwhelmed you realize that the order that the kitchen must have been working on was an order that was destined for one of your customers a large minivan with equally large occupants, two parents and their four children all all sitting impatiently waiting for their food. The mother has already asked twice how long it was going to be before their food was ready and is not thrilled to be waiting the little time that they have. You now realize what you're going to have to do is go over there and explain that the wait's going to be even longer. Yeah. So I think, um, Sarah Beth just kind of like takes a moment, takes two like really deep breaths and just like, you got this, Sarah. You got this, Sarah Beth. You can do it. Okay. And then I skate. I like skate my way over and I just kind of like 
lean up on the car. Um, do I know who the who the woman is? Like, do I know? No, her name? these are these are people passing through. They've they've made the the journey to drop one of their kids off at university. Now they're heading back to a, a different small town, and they've stopped on their way back through Mayfield for lunch. And she, um, your hands are empty, so I'm guessing our food's not ready yet. You know what? I am so sorry, ma'am. We had a ketchup incident in the kitchen and we are working on it. Our guys in the kitchen are so fast. They're cleaning it up right now. You know what? I am, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to throw in a couple garden burgers for you that you can take home and cook at home. You know, I think that's a really, we've got this new burger that we've been really trying out. And next time you're coming through Mayfield, you're going to have to come back to Jimmy's. Okay. So that's what, what is, I can do for you today. I'm going to go get that ready and I'll make sure those garden, are in your bag. Ready what is for a you garden burger? Is that um, a burger I cook in my garden? No, it's a vegetarian burger. It's really good. What is a vegetarian burger? Uh, it, it doesn't have any meat in it. How, how is it a? So not only are, is our food not ready, but we're going to get burgers that don't have meat in them? No, no, no. And you hear I'm one of the get kids you... in the back goes, I don't want a burger that's made from I, not meat. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make sure that all your burgers are done exactly as you like them. That's what we're known for here at Jimmy's. We're going to make your order right, even if it takes us all night. Um, and so, but I'm going to just put these in extra for you on the side, just as a thanks for coming through. Jimmy's drive-in. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. As this is happening... I would have turned off my headset so nobody could hear this. <laughs> no, I like. I feel like. I, I feel say, like. I would allow that can, if it wasn't for the fact that it's a new headset and the, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily know instinctively where the button is. Can I roll brains for that? Yeah. Can I roll brains uh, for that? Yeah, roll brains to see if you can figure out where the mute button is. <laughs> and I, it has to be. It has to be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it's a snap decision just because. You're not. You don't have time to take it off and look at it, which would make it a super easy check. So I'm gonna say it's a. It's not hard, but it's got to be harder than moving ketchup because I do like embarrassing the boys in the kitchen. So I'm gonna say four. Okay. Um, how many adversity tokens do I have? You gonna spend an adversity token on this? Also, both of you mark adversity tokens oh, for your shit, failing. Oh, your we get, oh, cool. Yeah, there's benefits to failing on pointless checks. Um, <laughs> I'm not maybe not going to spend an adversity. I'm going to try and use my brains on this one. Okay. Um, I was ready. This? I was ready to use adversity token on this one. Sarah, are you rolling for this? Yeah. What is the a d12? A d12. Oh, that should be simple. I am. It is my second highest stat. You can literally because this is a snap decision, and you have taken. Uh, what was it? Uh, cool, cool under, under pressure. pressure. Cool under pressure. You can literally just take half. Uh, that's if I spend an adversity token. Um, so that's why oh, I was okay. asking yes, how yes, many yes, I yes, have yes, at the top. Yes, but yes, I didn't yes. even need it because I rolled an eight. Oh, yes. oh, you mute it like a pro. And basically, you guys don't hear any of this conversation. Uh, it, it has no impact oh, okay. on... Uh, Trent knows that an order isn't going to go through and so can like put two and two together knowing that there is a group of people who are upset he is going to finish the burgers but with the butter and he's going to he's going to bring them out um and he's just going to look like uh, he's going to ask who had the order that like got fucked up um and 
do, like is it do like do I when I ask do I see who it is? Well, you can you would be able to ask Sarah Beth on the on the headset. Hey uh, SB, who had the um who had the and I'll say whatever the order was the the two two large uh, double burgers and the the four kids who had that? Um, as I'm doing this, I think I'm skating away like with one of these, uh, like skating backwards <laughs> uh, away from this car. And I turn around and I go, yeah, Trent, that was me. What? It's the big blue minivan out in the parking lot with the screaming children in the back. I will sprint out to the van and be like, I'm sorry, there was a mix up um, in the kitchen. But in the meantime, uh, here, try our complimentary butter burgers, um, trying out a new thing uh, on the house. And and I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll be your, your 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 regular order will be out in uh, no time at all. Butter <laughs> burgers, Trent. I had I had I, six I burgers like... covered in popcorn butter. I improvised. Are they like when... on buns? Are like these burgers on buns in boxes? <laughs> They're packed. They're like. The bag is like translucent by the time it makes it to them. Like it's, it's. I would say it was dripping if it wasn't for the fact that the the boxes and stuff have been made for fairly regular or fairly greasy burgers as it is. Um, I want to make. Can you make me a? What is the the what is, is it? Trent charm? or Sarah? Trent. I would like Trent to make me a. What is it called in this charm? Yeah. Charm? Yeah. Make me a charm roll. Um because they're you you're calling it a butter burger. It sounds weird. <laughs> you just they just finished talking to Sarah Beth, who was trying to sell them on a burger made from Oh no, plants. he gave them to me to go sell give to this. No, I family. ran to the van. Oh, ran he ran to the van. van. Yeah. Okay. I thought I was gonna have to go you. give the butter burgers. <laughs> no, to this I sprinted family. like I went out the back door, like <laughs> we don't have time to like <laughs> He made a snap decision that the best option was to give these people butter burgers. <laughs> um, Sixteen. Oh yeah, I was yeah, I was not gonna make it hard. So these people, they think that you have given them. I, you know, in my head, Dude, canon, I this did is a butter burger. Let's be real. This is how secret menus started. This is the origin of secret <laughs> menus. They traveled far and wide, no. telling everybody about how they ordered the secret butter burger at the Jimmy's Drive. It's like a Chicago steak. It's like that's what they yeah. do with the keg. They like put sh- butter on a burger and they char the outside. It's a Chicago mm. cooked steak. It's a Chicago cooked burger. I bet the it's real delicious. Mayfield mystery is the menu. Like the little bit of like hint that like like flavor of popcorn in the in the delivery yeah, system of a burger that sounds in, lit, not dude. Smothered in artificial popcorn. Like I would have quickly gone back on the fryer and just like gotten any of the like excess moisture, but it's mm. like instead oh. of ketchup, it is just butter. Because I have in my brain that this is like a press burger joint. That this is like yes. it's yeah, like it's a like a press burger. Yeah. 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 Avery one hundred percent is like, I bet those people won't even notice. <laughs> you know what i think the parents if their kids are quiet for 15 minutes they'll be thrilled regardless of what was on the burgers um fair point with that with you guys sort of having handled that um but avery now you've been left without trent to try and navigate this ketchup in the greasy floors um sam comes over gives you a hand um those fucking stubs. I. How did they even get in here? I have. They must have come in last night. We changed the. 
we, we switched to a new ketchup last night at close. I, I closed last night and I locked the place up. Oh, fuck, this is going to come back on me. Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. Seems like you <laughs> didn't lock the door, so. I did. I did lock the door. I have no idea how they got in. Maybe the same way the sofa did. Oh, fuck. We didn't mute the fucking thing. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the no one knows how they work. Yes. She hits the button on the side and she turns the volume up and I'm just like, <laughs> so many of the restaurants I worked in, I was Sam. So I get this. I get her so deeply. JJ Sam, has, who closed last night? Oh, fuck, I closed last night. JJ has no clue this is happening. He's in his office. He's watching a football game, probably a rerun of like a high school game that he played in. Um... <laughs> He has so no sad. clue what's happening. So <laughs> the most depressing sentence I've ever highlight reel oh in the God. back of a burger joint. Oh, it's not a highlight <laughs> reel. I don't. I don't know if God. he was. I don't know if he was ever good enough to actually play. <laughs> that has such small town energy, and I'm so here for it. Just like so a cam, it's just like a camcorder he set up himself or something. Yeah. Just a middle-aged man watching <laughs> a high school football game that he played in <laughs> is the most upsetting thing I've ever heard. Oh my God. You guys didn't uh, grow up in small towns. It's a sad place, y'all. Um, the podcast. It zooms up from that room. <laughs> from the restaurant. And that's it. That's our show. Um, so you guys, you guys maneuver the uh, the, the ketchup uh, container back into the uh, into the slot. You get rid of the sloshing butter container. Um, and It'll smell like butter forever. There's no way that plastic like is forever. going clean. No shot, um, dude. I got butter on my letterman. You take a butter. It's so greasy, <laughs> all over the in so the little sad. like in the little fibers of it, just all slick. Um, Trent, you come back in just as they're slotting the new container into position, and you uh, jump back into full burger mode, and uh, you. I press the ketchup first. <laughs> Moment of truth. You depress the pump and. Thank God that sweet, sweet red nectar of the God emerges and you're back up and running. You guys kick it into overgear and you manage to quickly get caught up on the orders. And though it was a stressful start, the rest of the service goes by without too much more drama. Um, you guys clean up and the, you guys, the shift uh, comes to an end. You guys close down a little bit early, um, cleaning up the butter, um, and then we find you guys post-service in the break room um, with that sort of haze that comes with a busy lunch rush where you could sort of stare at a wall and, and just sort of get lost in a, get lost in it. And um, you guys are, you're trying to, Trent, you're madly trying to scrub the, the popcorn butter out of your Letterman jacket. And um, Sam comes bursting through the door those fucking stubs they've they you know what they fucked with us for the last for the last time we're gonna we're gonna get even i'm gonna i'm gonna burn that fucking theater to the ground i'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking burn the theater uh, let's, to let's, the ground whoa, 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 whoa let's uh pump the brakes there sam i love i love your enthusiasm i love your energy energy uh i think let's redirect that to something that isn't a crime um, listen trent I know you are a fairly new employee here, yeah. but this has been going on for years, all right? They 
fuck with us, we retaliate. They fuck with us, we retaliate. It is woven into the fabric that is this town, and it has to end. And the only way that ends is with one of the businesses being gone. You yeah, hear me? But, so, but like someone they, could get hurt. I'm not going to burn it down with people in, Trent. The fuck yeah, do you like, think? You don't know. Like, someone could be in there, those weirdos that you know do their meetings like you don't know when a person is in a place like it's just dangerous why don't here's the thing here's the thing the butterburgers actually kind of landed um you know what is gross ketchup on popcorn no one wants that and that that ruins a whole batch not just one order but a whole batch so why don't we just do the same thing to them but flipped like that's harmless and it's a also retaliation. It's also so unoriginal. They just put butter in the ketchup. And we're gonna put ketchup in the butter. Come on, Trent, you're better than this. I just like if the options are burn it down. Yeah, Trent. see, that's the two. The, it's like two ends of the spectrum here, and I, I'm, I'm leaning. Actually, Sam's starting to sell me on the burn it down thing. Okay. At this um, point, Sarah Beth comes in with like. Um, this would be for Sam, Avery, Trent, and Tina. Um, comes in with five and one for herself. Five uh, garden burgers, and like you see these like delicious. They look really good. If you didn't have already in your head that they were all vegetables, they don't have meat. So do they look good? <laughs> Get out of here, Sam. Sam, veggie burgers are lit. Sam is so. <laughs> fired up with like literally with a fire in her eyes that she grabs one without even registering that it's a veggie burger and just starts eating it i'm I'm telling you if we what if what if we don't we don't burn the whole place down we just we start a minor fire it's not how fire works yeah like (laughs) yeah and i mean like think of all the like depending on what type of film they're showing like film is like if you light film on fire, it flammable. like yeah. goes up. And it's also like you so set one place on an, fire. It'll be easy to do. But you set Sam, one place on fire, and then the fire goes to other places. Just because you intend to burn down the theater doesn't mean it's not going to burn down everything near. All right, all right. Also, so I think the container for the butter has flammable on the side of it. Yeah, and what if there's like animals in like the walls and stuff? Like, true. We should probably like. You know, if we're going to do something to them, which I am like totally for, because that was bullshit. That I'm sorry. I don't swear very often. But like that was garbage. Okay. And I just don't think that, you know, we need to resort to burning a place down. Like I don't want to, I don't, I, okay. Nobody wants to be arrested. Okay. I don't want to, I, I would like to go to university one day, maybe. I mean, not that I would go for long, but like, I don't want to, I don't want to be in jail. Sam. What's what's but, the main purpose of a movie theater? To show movies. Movies. Yeah, why don't we just go take all the movies? I think we, I think we just take all the. They can't project anything if they don't have anything. What if we ruin the projectors? I, I, projectors. Will, I will say, and this is not to discourage us from doing this plan because I love where your guys' heads at now. It's much better than ketchup on popcorn. No way you discourage um, what I said after your original idea was burn it down. Right? Yeah, Sam, we're I'm like pretty way sure, less. I'm pretty sure we're still, I'm pretty sure we're still going to get in trouble if we destroy the projectors. Yeah, but yeah, but that's also not burning it down. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm you're, real, you're real hot and cold on us, awesome. Sam. 
Oh, Tina, what's your idea? What if we switch uh, which films are in which cans? Yo, so, that's uh, they've, good. They've, that's they've pretty good. messed up our work day, and we could do the same thing to them. We would like to switch one of them with JJ's game, and then like everybody's that. sad. I, like I have that. an idea. Um, I bet they keep reels of all the old movies that they've shown in like the basement or the attic or whatever. What if we went in and found only movies about drive-ins that had drive-ins in them? And that was the only thing that they would play and we took everything else. And then we burn it. I think what Tina Tina is saying I think what Tina is saying is like, let's not do a theft. Um, or like arson, or, Sam. Or destroying, or an arson. Or destroying property. It's yeah. what switching seems. But I like the idea. Avoid. I like I like the thought of taking movies that are new and current and replacing them with like old, boring movies. Yeah. And like switching the containers so that when they go to play like the cool movie of the summer, they play I don't know something shit. And then or like that, like, that'll like, piss off. Sorry, and that's harmless. Like we're not going to get in trouble for that. There's there's no way they can bring that back on us. Or like we replaced all their movies with like only like drive-in commercials because you know how like sometimes I mean I I don't go see movies at the theater like on principle and also I just like don't have time. But you know it, sometimes they run ads for drive-ins and stuff in the breaks. What if we just like replaced all of the movies with just drive-in ads? You can splice oh, yeah. together some film. I maybe I don't know. I love this brainstorming session. What, okay, fo- following from that, what if we take all of the ads and we splice them all together into a, a single reel, and then we put that in the can for whatever movie is the biggest movie right now? So they just play ads. They'll for, just sit there for two hours for and two not hours. watch a movie, waiting never, for the movie to start. Never start. Yeah. And Sam, you can get a big bucket of popcorn and then like burn that outside in the dumpster or something yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, on the whole burning yeah. it thing or if you like really need to burn popcorn far away and safe like the quarry or something like at your house because or- i mean like fire can be like really useful like sometimes you have to do like controlled burns of fields and stuff like that depending on what you're doing on the farm but like it'll how do you control you know, a burn what how do you control a burn? Yeah, you just said just that burn? I. You just said that you can't control the fire, and I and I said let's burn oh, just it's a like, little bit. It's of like it. a practice that you have to do on like some really big types of farms, not like my family's farm, but like some of the like big farms will like so do you burn their crops. It? No, oh my god, no. Sam, no, what I'm stuff not... have you burned in the past? Because I, I, I feel like you've burned stuff. The the burning is not the important part of this conversation. The important part is the fact that Sarah Beth, for some Janice. reason, is. <laughs> Can I use an adversity token <laughs> to uh, to use one of the one of the things I got? What is it? Is it a strength? It's yeah. uh, intuitive. You may spend one adversity token to ask the GM about your surroundings, an NPC, or the like. The GM must answer honestly. Okay. Can I get a can I get a sense of how much shit Sam has burned? <laughs> Sam and Austin. Yes, let's like, go. I could ask an important question, or I could really dig into this arson thing. Yeah, you know that you know that there is um, there is this sort of urban legend that uh, there is a satanic cult that works out of the back of the um, uh, there's like. There's, there's not a mall 
in Mayfield, there is like a place that people call the mall, which is essentially like four buildings next to each other where one of them is like a clothing store and one of them is a bank and one of them sells like, um, like, a, like, a, it's basically like a store where you get like stationery for school and like just general. A department store. A department store. But everyone calls it the mall. It is, it is not a mall. But it's like a, a strip mall. It's, it's, not just like a, a, it's not even not a strip even mall. mall. It's just, just like, a place. it's just a place that people call the mall because it makes them feel like they live in a city, that a bigger has a city. Mall? Yeah. yeah, and so I get that. you know, there's this sort of weird Big urban sign, the mall. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's this weird sort of urban legend that there is a satanic cult working out of the mall because every so often the dumpster in the back is just on fire, and it is like <laughs> it is just it's like gotta be Sam. And in your head, you're like, holy shit! Wait a second. It always happens. At, like on nights after Sam has a rough shift, she just sets a dumpster on fire on her way home. <laughs> Jesus. Just under She's Avery's a little spark breath. bug, and I love that for her. She's a literal dumpster fire. I think the most important thing we need to consider here is the fact that Sarah Beth has some sort of moral issue with seeing movies in a movie theater um and everyone just sort of accepted That's everyone right. just sort of accepted like that was normal um That's you guys like, are all hung up on me wanting to burn the place down Sarah, but no, she's morally against no, seeing movies. i'm not morally against it i just don't see them because like we have the issue with the stub so like why am i going to give my money that i earn uh, that makes really sense. hard That's, for it to makes, you know what the now movie theater really and also the movie I, thought it, right I thought it was like an environment thing and i was yeah. trying you know, to figure out what was trying to figure oh my out god was no and all of the work i have to do on the farm i work here at home i have homework to do because unlike a lot of you i'm still in high school and I have work to do. So like, and I've got to like, you know, collect the eggs and I have to like go through the fields every day. Like I have shit I have to do. I don't have time for movies. You're doing great. And I want to say that uh, this burger recipe tastes really nice. It's well done. It's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, if we're breaking in anyway, we probably have the time to just like also we could all watch a movie before we mess I up can, the film. We could just watch a movie for free. I can distract... Uh, some of the stubs by fighting two hours. I mean, if we break in and they're not there. I definitely think that we should not be going when they're there. Anyone have any ideas of how we can get in there? Maybe they just forget to lock the door like you did? Listen, I locked the door, okay? Then how did they get in? Maybe when they're closing up, I can challenge them to a fight, and while I f fight them, you sneak in the or door. Or like, before we try a window. Yeah, that's true. So you're saying we we break in? It's no, much I'm saying start the it's fire from outside. summer, and people are probably going to leave the windows open that they don't think people are going to go in. So if one of us can get boosted up to a window, oh my gosh! I think that's a good. That's a good idea. Like, yeah, no, that is actually good. Uh, that also, works, I think. I, another my option one is good thing is movie theaters don't really have windows. <laughs> Okay, how about how about this? How about we sneak in? Just, afternoon movies are shit because that sunlight just catches, <laughs> just, just demolishing the fucking glass. You're sitting in the theater, and you're like, listen, why did they put windows in this? You're place? telling me this old town didn't retrofit another building to Absolutely. be able to They did, but they, did, but they retrofitted it's a theater. Out. Yeah, they retrofitted a theater. So mm. what actually? And you guys would know this. The Mayfield Saloon, which was one of the first buildings 
in Mayfield other than the train station itself, which is was owned by Robert Brighton. He then con- that was then eventually converted into a theater for plays and the likes. And then when the movies came around, they just basically hung a screen in front of the stage and made it a movie theater. Um, so it has been repurposed multiple times. Um, also, if you go to a lot of like small town movie theaters, if you go look at the side walls, you'll just see like little squares of mismatched colored bricks because they'll just brick in the windows. They'll just make fun. new. <laughs> this is based on the movie theater that was in the town that I grew up in, and it was literally, uh, it was literally called the Mayfield Theater, and it was a like a theater that they just converted into a movie theater by just putting a white sheet in front of the stage. There was a stage <laughs> behind the sheet. That's amazing. And they shone the movie on there and the thing broke. Like you were lucky if you had could see a movie in one sitting because usually it would break and you'd have to come back on another day oh, to yes. finish oh, the God. movie. Like, um, what if what if one of us goes, we don't we don't have to do it today. One of us goes to watch a movie and then uses a side exit and we like leave something in the door so that it doesn't close fully, but it looks closed. And we like maybe tape over the like the thingy that makes the door not be able to open. And then we just sneak back that night after they've they're left. Also, I mean, like, also a bunch of stoners. We can go just go check it. As you're, I mean, like I also have like this. you know pliers with me like all the time. And like Sarah Beth opens her backpack, and there's just like a like mini toolkit in there all the Whoa. time. As you're saying this, JJ bursts through the door. His lay back attitude long gone. You kids are not allowed to do anything of the sort. Okay, listen, I know you guys are too young to remember what happened here 10 years ago, but things went way too far and we we cannot afford a repeat of that, all right? None of you did some, the thing that went too far, did it involve fire? Who have you been talking to? Did it involve fire? Listen. You no, guys you are not to talking to Sam. You guys are not to set a foot in that theater, okay? Do I make myself clear? This is yeah, this isn't a joking matter. This is a small town and reputations are at stake. And he takes a pause and he looks at Sam and he goes, "Honestly, Sam, of all thought of all people, I thought I could trust you not to escalate this further." But they put butter in our ketchup. And that yeah. will be the end of it. Do I do but, I make listen? If you guys want to continue working here, you are not to set a foot in that theater. Do I make myself clear? Understood, yes, JJ. JJ. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> huh, Uncle? I, I will make you serve customers, Avery. Let's go sit this one out. Okay. So everyone, clean up, pack your stuff up, um, cool JJ, down. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did we sell any veggie burgers today? Uh, yes, we sold five. <laughs> okay, thanks. So brutal. Thanks, I appreciate that. It's a good thing they freeze well. They they do, and and Sir Beth. Yeah. I. When you came to me with the idea of these, I was opposed to them, uh-huh. and very skeptical. And though I do not think that they are 
a replacement for what we serve here, they are getting very, very good. You ate one? He kind of like pulls at his pants and you see they're fitting like a little loose. And he goes, I have been eating them every single day. And I will tell you that uh, Mrs. JJ is uh, quite a fan of the effects. So um, please don't tell people that you guys are not to tell people that I'm not eating the burgers here anymore, okay? It's be real bad but, for business. Did, but you did are you, eating you want... the burgers here. Yeah, you are eating the burgers here. It's on the menu. Right? We would be able to power this place on the centrifugal force of my father spinning in his grave if he found out that I switched to veggie burgers. What so... if I? What if I? Um, I can like give you the recipe if you want, so that um. Your, your wife can make them at home for you. I bet she'd probably like them too. She she does actually she does actually like them. Uh, I've I've taken them. To it. <laughs> I would love that. First, firstly, I would love that. Secondly, no one goes to the cinema tonight. Okay. Or any okay. night. We will Thanks, not JJ. step foot in the cinema tonight. No. Tonight. Period. Tonight. We're not. None of us are going to step foot in the cinema. Tonight. 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 <laughs> or, no, no. This, why are you saying it? No. You guys are not to. You told us to, we're not going to go there tonight. We're not going to go there tonight, JJ. You are not to take any action against the stubs. Sorry. Tonight. No, none of us tonight. will burn the cinema down tonight. Sam shoots you a look. No one said anything about burning anything down. That's true. Uh, <laughs> and like we said, we're not gonna step foot in the cinema it's not not tonight not any night it's not tonight that's done he pauses for a second like confused like frustratingly confused in the sense that he can't tell if you guys are fucking with him or if you're if he's just doing a bad job if he's genuinely it. one or not yeah and he kind of stops and he goes you know that if I find out something happened tomorrow. I'll just know it was you. This, the town's not big enough for freak occurrences to just happen. Yeah, and then you'll make Avery serve food. No, let's let's not a bit. No, it's yes, not and a I bit. will fire the rest of you. It's not a bit. We're uh, not going to do anything. Anyways, We're not going to go into the cinema. Thank you. Um, and you guys clean yourselves up. As soon as he's gone, I'm like, hey, guys, let's fuck with their skateboards. Oh, my God. How are we going to get their skateboards away from them? Yeah, true. Why don't we somehow convince them that the cinema's on fire and then they'll... Yeah, I guess set it on fire. No, Sam. <laughs> Sam, it'd be so easy to convince them. I'm so worried about Sam, dude. I like go over. Sam's I go over to the Sam. Baby, how, how old is Sam? Sam's like 22 or something. Yeah, she's like 22 or 23. You gotta I like, remember, this is someone who was like a student. Like she's spinning her wheels right now. Like, Oh, she is spinning her wheels in this town. She's channeling all of her <laughs> academic energy into arson. I, I look so at her, I go over to Sam, and I go, um, as everyone's kind of, I would do this as everyone's like filing out the door, I think. And I would um, pull Sam aside, and I go, Sam, mm -hmm. I'm going to put it to you straight, okay? Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm not someone that like 
beats her in the bush or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So just trust me when I say, look, you're a pretty decent boss. Okay. To be fair, you've like been my only boss. This is the only job I've had outside of the farm. But I have, I guess, reason not to want to lose you as a boss. And if you light the cinema on fire, you will, they will find out it's you and they will, they will charge you with arson and you Mm. won't get to work here anymore. And look, if you are looking to like burn off some energy or like do something other than JJ's with your time, you're like welcome to come over to the farm anytime. We have like lots of stuff that always needs doing. It's never boring. There's like chickens and like the cows and like always veggies to pick and stuff. Like you can come hang out anytime. It there's always something to do. I think I think this is sort of one of those dual situations where um, as someone, as Sam being someone that was is sort of spinning their wheels in this small town, as we said, she is looking for sort of literally anything to grasp onto that feels like progress or movement in a direction. And she sort of, that is counterplayed by not being, not being lectured, but being like given advice by someone who's like 16 years old as someone in your <laughs> early twenties where you're like 17. Thank you. Sorry. 17 where you're like, I get, I get your well-meaning, but also like you're, you're, you're a child. You don't know, you don't, you don't get it. So that she's like conflicted where she's like, this is genuinely nice, but also, so she's, I mean, my flaws are that I'm blunt and patronizing, so it kind of fits. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, but I'm okay. I... Are you, though? Because you don't look it, Sam. Let's just go home and get some rest. Okay, but like... Offer stands like I usually start my chores at five, so any time between like it's usually when I'm having dinner. Five a.m. Sam. Yeah, I I don't get up at five a.m. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. but thank you. I I appreciate the offer. Um, yeah. You all make your way home. Um to your respective homes um, after a long shift. Um, Do we keep the headsets? <laughs> no, you guys don't keep the headsets. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, I have one final plan as everyone is like, as everyone is like splitting away. I'm like, team, we get a skateboard. Where do the skateboard, like where do they often skateboard? Is there like a place where they skateboard? They skateboard out back behind the cinema after they close. We get a skateboard. We loosen the wheels, and then we just leave it behind the cinema. And then a kid cracks their neck, and then that's yeah. No, that's this is skateboarding. It's not dangerous. Sam, Sam says. Sam says, let's just let's go home. We'll all cool down. We'll come at it with clearer heads in the morning. Tim, don't burn down a the theater, please. 
I can't now because you guys all would immediately suspect me. Absolutely. <laughs> True. Yeah. So I have to I give it at least wouldn't a like while. Mark or anything, but I, we'd cool. not to. All right. At yeah, least no, a while, like not at all. <laughs> seeing seeing Avery say that he wouldn't narc on Sam. Sarah, like, yeah, no, definitely wouldn't narc on you at all. No, no way. I mean, if you burned a building down, I'd probably have to say something. All right, good night, everyone. I'm going to start running. <laughs> and you guys all make your way home. Um, Avery, um, actually, uh, let's start. Let's start with Sarah Beth. Sarah Beth, tell me a little bit about what is waiting at home for Sarah Beth. Uh, it's, we'll say it's like. You guys finished your shift, you finished the day, and then you guys had a bite to eat, hung out in the in the break room. So it's probably like 8.30 or 9 o'clock um, is sort of roughly when you'd be getting home. What, what waits for, for Sarah Beth at home? Okay, um, so Sarah Beth would come into her family's home. Um, it's almost like it's an old farmhouse um, that's been spruced up. Um, so there's like a series of five or six buildings um, clumped together that consist of the main Montgomery farms. Uh, and then there's a couple extra buildings on the property of varying distances. Um, her mom and dad live in the main farmhouse with uh, Sarah Beth, Beth and her four siblings. Um, she is the middle. She has an older brother and an older sister uh, and then uh, two younger brothers. Um so the kids have all gone to bed at this point. Um, her parents have likely also gone to bed uh, because they're um, they're the ones who get up early in the morning and intend to the farm. But I think her uncle, uh, who would be the one who would do kind of like the late night checks on the farm, uh, would be up. And that would be her uncle, Bill, um, who would be probably waiting in the like big open farmhouse kitchen um, there's just vegetables everywhere, um, fresh fruit and produce. Um, like Sarah Beth's family does eat meat. She does not, but, but Sarah Beth's family does, but it's all, um, like butchered from animals on the farm. Um, all, I guess, like more ethically or organically sourced than, than mass produced, um, farms would be all the milk is fresh from their cows, the eggs fresh from their chickens, the vegetables fresh, literally from seeds they've planted in the ground. Um, so Bill, Bill would probably be in the kitchen, and it's one of those houses that you walk into the kitchen, and that's where you that's where you enter the house. So as Sarah Beth makes her way into her currently quiet, but would would normally be a loud and busy, but very love-filled home of family and um, sort of shared passion for what they do. Um, what, um, what, what waits for Tina at home? Tina would arrive home at a um, be quite a large old rancher-style house, um, which would have been really largely unchanged for the last, like, 20 years or so um it's the house that her um father grew up in um and it's still where her grandmother who's quite sick lives um and despite everyone's insistence that maybe this is the time to f find a another place to go 
Um, so her um, her mother would have just arrived home from a trip to um, a university um, a few states away. And um, so there'd be sort of bags um, half unpacked everywhere. Um, her grandmother would be asleep um, in her bedroom and one the old um, kids' bedroom where um, her uh, has been converted into like a makeshift office for Tina's father, um, who didn't go this time to present his work with um, Tina's mother uh, and instead stayed behind and was sort of working through research at home. So he's kind of got stacks of file folders and a little bit of equipment. And um, it's, it's an absolute sort of academic pigsty in that room. Um, and Tina's staying in the old guest bedroom uh, at the, the far back end of the hall. As Tina makes her way into the house, um, you see on the table, um, there's a book with a post-it note on it. And uh, the post-it note, you can immediately tell, is written in your mom's handwriting. And it says, um, gone to bed, long day, um, thought you might want something new to read and you peel it back and there's a, a new book. Um, something that, you know, obviously university level, but something that, you know, you wouldn't normally see in a small town. Um, and she's picked it up for you and you grab your book and you make your way to your guest room. Um, which in your mind, I think is still a guest room, even though you don't know how long you're going to be here. Um, and as you make your way past your grandmother's room, on the way, the door is slightly cracked and you hear her sort of gentle breathing as she's in sort of deep sleep. And it's sort of as you're passing that crack, you hear her sort of mutter in her sleep. Um, she's, she's not, she's not ready. She's not ready. And just when you hear that, you sort of take note of it. You stop. Her breathing goes back to normal and you sort of just, you brush it aside and you, you head to bed. Um, Trent, what's, what's waiting for you at home? I think Trent would live in like a, a fairly nice townhouse. Uh, but you said it's around like 9, 9 p.m. I'm be, I'm be honest with you. Small town townhouses don't exist. It's not the. What's I, I might not know what a townhouse is. Then it's just a, <laughs> he lives in a nice house. What's a okay. townhouse? Townhouses oh, is that one like, of those? Those like half houses. There's like they share walls with another one. A weird name for a house that isn't a town. <laughs> That's a duplex, baby. <laughs> What's a townhouse? Is it is a townhouse a duplex? Is that what we're landing townhouses on? Townhouses are like townhouses are houses that often are in um, complexes or like. You know, they're connected to each other. They share walls. Um, it's like an apartment like complex as, where it's a house instead of an apartment. Yes. Like that. oh, that's absolutely not what I was imagining. Are you talking just like a normal suburban, but just a nice house? Like yeah, a, just a nice like house. A, yeah. I don't know what you'd call that. It's a house. Uh, but <laughs> if it's if it's like around nine, Trent would try and sneak into... It would be like a two-story house. He His bedroom would be on the second floor, and he's he would try to sneak into the house because he doesn't want his dad to see his butter stained uh, <laughs> letterman because it's like uh, 
a tarnish on <sighs> the last thing that his dad was like proud of. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so he's gonna he's gonna try to sneak in and then hopefully wash his letterman at some point. As you uh you manage to successfully make it into your bedroom without alerting your father downstairs, you can hear he's watching television from the noise coming up the stairs. Um you take the jacket off and and um sort of hide it. Uh, not like you're not so that it's hidden, just so that it's hidden. That if you were to glance in, you wouldn't see the stains. You just sort of see the back of the jacket. Um, Avery, what um, what waits for you at home? Well, I think this would be like Avery's most favorite part of his day before his least favorite part of his day. The skate home back from work. Just like cold night air, skateboard, headphones with music, eyes closed most of the way. Just like total peace. And then hopefully most everyone's gone to bed. Maybe I think Avery's dad is like one of those early to bed, early to rise kind of types. And so I think kind of ships in the night. They don't really like get much time, maybe in the morning. I think depending on whether or not Avery's brother's back from college. I think he would have just left. Like he's been home, probably been home a bit for the summer. Yeah. But he's just, he's just left again to go back. Yeah. Then the only person you'd maybe run into is his mom depending on like what shift she's on. So most likely what's waiting for Avery is a TV dinner. Might share with his mom. You, um, you get home after your skate and you walk in to, to find your mom. Um, and without really saying a word, she sort of reaches into the freezer and pulls out a second um, TV dinner and throws it in the oven and um, you guys probably spend longer than she typically would have stayed up um, after a long shift uh, sitting together watching television um, just sort of sharing each other's company Yeah, and um, you make your way to bed and and you you start getting ready for bed and it's it's late and you lay down on your bed still fully clothed and you're staring up at the ceiling and you hear a noise it's a it's a muffled noise like like you've left the tv on uh in the living room but somehow it's coming from inside your room and then you realize shit it's coming from the headset that you stole when you were specifically asked to leave it behind it's squawking in your backpack and you see the antenna protruding out of it and you walk over and you you take out the new headset and you you put it on and you hear hear a familiar voice it's it's sam 
She says, "Hello." Oh fuck! I didn't. I didn't think anyone would be would be listening. I thank God. Um, listen, I. I don't I, remember putting this in my bag. What the fuck? What? Listen, I know JJ said not to do anything, but I I couldn't let the stubs get away with this. But Sam. Listen, no, but listen. There's there's something really strange going on here. And then the headset starts to crackle. I into the theater and trap door behind. The, there's something weird going on here. I, I think there's someone here with me. Uh, don't come any closer. What, what the fuck? Hey, no, stop, stop, Avery. Sam. Avery, help Sam. me. Sam. And then it cuts. And there's just static and the quiet of your house. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Fuck you. What? How dare you? Holy shit, Sam is How an dare awesome, you? but he's also yes. maybe dead. How dare you? <laughs> welcome to the welcome to oh, the GM exciting. bit that is when we all yell at oh. our GM saying, how dare you stop? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the hell? I came up with the tagline while I was preparing uh, for tonight. Um, Mayfield, a sleepy town with nightmares in the shadows. That's great. Ooh. That's good. Yeah, punch wow. me in the gut with that Fair one. Man. Holy. Mayfield, a dumpster fire provided by Sam. <laughs> yeah, listen, I did not plan for Sam to be an arsonist. I feel like that was forced upon me by you guys. <laughs> um, um, Sam came in pretty hard with the I'm about to already to go there. Before anyone had discussed anything, Sam was like, listen, I know how to make a Molotov. It's very important that no one goes back and looks at my high school history and links it up with the fires that occurred in my small hometown. <laughs> that no one goes back and looks at that. You like no. specifically you like, the dumpster behind the movie theater. No one look. I love that you like. You like. I didn't write Sam to be you know a domestic terrorist. And then, but she also her first line was, "If you mix, uh, if you mix these two chemicals, you make napalm." It's like I think I might have though. I think, uh, I think the way the character was acting, maybe. Maybe that's I your feel thought? like it was. She was really a victim of her situation, you know. Um, <laughs> aren't we all? I as uh, as someone who's not going to university, start fires. As someone who's spin their wheels a little bit, um, following high school, I understand this pain. Um, but did you set fires? That's the that's the like we uh, can't legally. I set fires in my own personal life, uh, yeah. not oh, my gosh. my actual fires. Um, I used to uh, burn Yanis, Lego you wanna... in my parents' bed bathroom. I'm sorry, what? Sorry, does Lego light? No, it melts. <laughs> That's crazy. If you try hard enough, anything catches yeah. fire. We had a yeah. candle in there and I'd light Will it and it burn Lego. Well, melt Lego. Um, Yanis, just... did you want to take us out? Or did you um, want one of us to take us out? Yeah. I you leave think, it on burn Lego, right? Yeah, I think burn Lego is a great <laughs> place to end um, Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, I uh, Hopefully, we release this point five. Otherwise, Sam... Being stuck in the theater won't make a ton of sense to everyone in the future. Um, yes, we're absolutely releasing this. Get out of here. Everything is content. Yeah. Everything is content. Only the part of you being Sam trying to burn shit down. That's <laughs> yeah. the only thing we're releasing. That's the only thing we're Thank you all Giannis, for joining notable us. Notable awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you all for joining us. Um, tune in. I don't know how we're going to release these, what schedule, but tune in for uh, session one and uh, come find us. Uh, our main campaign, all in podcast form on here and uh, our live play on Twitch at Blackwater D&D. And um, if you want some sort of little, you know, hidden things, we might do some debriefs um, once the episodes start airing. 
um, you can find that all on our Patreon. And uh, come hang out with us in our Discord. We have a channel dedicated to Mayfield Mysteries. So if you want to come share your fan theories or or dish about the show or anything like that, come hang out with us. And yeah, as Yana said, our Patreon is going to be full of lovely little exclusives about our main campaign and this wonderful series. Um, and as we roll stuff more out. So uh, yeah, come join us. Thanks, everyone. Gang, if you find yourself with a problem, don't burn it down. Just like find another solution. <laughs> That's the lesson we've learned from today. <laughs> boring. Fire yeah, isn't the boring. solution. Fire is always the answer. Butter burn it, it down. Butter it up. Cover it in butter. Dude, I need a butter burger. I might, I butter, might it butter it up and up. burn it down. Burn it down. Thank you for listening. Sarah Beth Montgomery was played by M. Tina Watkins was played by Jess. Trent Kessler was played by Adam. And Avery Campbell was played by Cody. And I'm your Game Master, Yana, saying thank you and good night. <laughs>